Welcome to the PCS to Corporate America podcast from Cameron Brooks. Our mission here at Cameron Brooks is to help educate junior military officers about their transition options and to inspire veterans to transform their lives and their careers. Hello, everybody. Joel Junker here, and welcome to another episode of the Cameron Brooks podcast, PCS to Corporate America. This is episode 169, and talking about being a development candidate and some of the trade-offs and the investment that if you want to be a development candidate, what that takes. Uh, before we jump into this, um, I just, my goal is to cause some thought, some reflection, and maybe even conversation for you between your mentors, spouse, Cameron Brooks, about what it is you really want and what you need to do to get there. So the title of this podcast is, Do You Really Have What It Takes to Be a Development Candidate? And I, and, and, and what catalyzed this is that there's a, there's a shift going on in the market. Here we are. I'm recording this in late March of 2023. So depending on when you listen to this, because I recognize you might be listening to this in April 2023, right when it publishes, and then you might be listening to this in April of 2025, and things could have changed. But I think that the principles and the thoughts and the ideas that I'm going to be talking about here are going to stay true no matter when you listen to this what it takes to be a development candidate and how to start thinking about some of the trade-offs and the investment needed to reach your goals, to be that future leader in business. And the reason why it relates to this time now is that going into the 2023, the Fed Reserve had been moving up the interest rate all of 2022. The whole idea is to slow down the economy, to increase um, you know, the heat or decrease the heat from the economy, which really did on some ways to increase unemployment. Um, so there's not as much pressure on wages, which impacts inflation. While doing that, there's this unintended consequence over the last couple of weeks where banks started to go wonky, even had a bank failure, and we have banks bailing out other banks. So this creates uncertainty in the market. This has led to fewer openings, fewer positions. Even as I said this, Amazon, um, not a client of ours currently, you know, one of the largest employers in the world has announced two layoffs already in 2023 and other companies are doing that as well. So things that we were hearing about intermittently in the beginning of the pandemic and certainly we really hadn't heard about in a non-pandemic environment since 2009, 2010. So how does this relate to the development candidate? Well, one, there are still positions we are getting ready for our April 2023 career conference. By the time you listen to this, this will be past the conference. And we still have companies hungry for leaders. And I think in my 20, I know, I shouldn't say think, in my 23 and going on three quarters years here at Cameron Brooks and all types of economies, companies have still wanted to hire leaders, develop candidates who, who had the potential to, to take on higher levels of leadership roles, take on leadership roles right when they get into the organization. They're going to invest. Companies want to continue to invest. Well, and they're, and they're going to invest and hire in the best people they can find. They're not going to lower the bar. It's one thing you see in a tougher economy. Second, they're going to fill their most important, most critical positions. 
So they're there. And we actually have more openings at this conference coming up than we did in January. Um, we have fewer hiring groups, so creating a number of interviews going down slightly, but more openings, which is a good thing. So they're hungry. The companies that are there are very interested in investing in the future. So what does that mean for you as a development candidate? It means that you really have to have a stronger desire and the right strategy and the right attitude to go where the open position is, where the company's pain is, where the company's need is to, to help them solve a problem. But before I jump into that, into this idea of do you really have what it takes, I want to define the development candidate. This is a term that Roger Cameron, the founder, one of the founders of our company, and really, and he is the founder of the junior military officer recruiting industry, created with his first three clients, Procter & Gamble, Mobile, now ExxonMobil, and Johnson & Johnson. Johnson Johnson, ExxonMobil, both coming to our April career conference here. So it's interesting, they're still here, still recruiting the development candidates. And he was he coined this term, people who have the ability and the desire to move the top 10% leadership tiers within a company. That was the that was the type, that was the the definition of he gave it, and so companies were coming to him and said, "Roger, we need people that can take on leadership roles now, that can make an impact, solve a problem for us, but that we can grow and develop and have this desire to move to higher levels of leadership responsibility." So it, it took two things. It took number one, it took ability, and the second was a desire. Let's talk about ability. If you're on this list of this podcast, you probably have the ability meaning you have a track record success of success over time that's demonstrated in probably all the way back to high school, academics, college, military performance, which we can get out of your military evaluations, maybe things you've volunteered for and done, but those are tangible things that go on your resume. It shows that you are a leader, you make things happen, you get results, and that past success is going to demonstrate for the future that you can be successful then as well. But it takes a second thing. It's this desire, which is the harder of the two. The harder of the two. Because it requires some trade-offs, uh, sacrifices or investment, if you will. Because you could take the simple thing of, what do you do in your free time? Now, I think in your free time, you should have hobbies and play golf and um, ride bikes and run and um, go to wine tastings or whatever your thing is. But with your free time outside of work, development camps also invest in furthering their education, both formally and informally, whether reading books, periodicals, professional group, joining professional groups, advancing their education and certification. That's a desire. That's a demonstration. I'm willing to give up some of this additional free time to in, invest that time that's going to further my career and development. Part of this investment, though, uh, we know you want to be a development candidate, but are you willing to make the investment? This comes around, are you willing to go where the opportunity is? Right? I, location. Cameron Brooks talks about it a lot. Why? Because the junior officers talk about it a lot. The companies talk about it a lot. 
And it is one of the areas that when military officers are getting out, they say, oh, my gosh, I have been living in this area, this area, this area, and my spouse, my significant other, I've said we're going to go back to this area. I get that. You're thinking, I've put that investment in. I've already lived away. I want to get back. I want to be close to family. I want my children to know their grandparents, all those things. And I value those things also. I value those things also. I have my children, for example, have a great relationship with my parents and my spouse's parents. It's all important. But can it be an and? Is there a way that you can do this and invest in your career when you're leaving the military where you end up using location instead of as a restriction, using it as an opportunity, as an advantage for you? Because the companies have this position that they're going to recruit for in this market. It's so important to them that they want to find really good people. You can use your ability to go to that location, to meet that need, to get the experience, to, to get the accomplishments, to build the foundation. This is the investment. And when you invest, you're going to get the return back. Now you can actually take that return. And if you didn't start in the ideal location, you can move back to your ideal location. And what we're seeing now is there's this shift, you know, back in the pandemic, late pandemic, like late 2020, all of 2021, good chunk of 2022, there were so many opportunities out there. And there were a whole chunk of them that were remote, that you had people saying, I want to be a development candidate, but I'm not as willing to trade off on location. And they they got out and were able to find pretty good positions and get into a role where it's labeled a development candidate and great company. But we're now returning to a more traditional market where the remote positions have significantly decreased here at Cameron Rooks and broadly in the United States. Are there remote still? Yeah, absolutely. But they're for more technician type. You know what I mean? Technician, maybe like a cybersecurity specialist. So somebody that specializes just in finance, maybe more than non-development subject matter expert. But if you're going to lead and you want to be a leader and you want to grow and develop, you need to eventually, maybe you can start out remote, but eventually you're going to need to, to, to be with the people. For most strong majority of the development roles, lead people, be around people, be around your mentors, build your network. And companies are recognizing this. I mean, every week you're seeing more and more companies saying return to the office. You're seeing hybrid, but that's still going to require to go where the job is. But even like manufacturing, operations, logistics, team leadership roles, you got to be on site. You got to be hands-on with your team. So we're seeing less remote work. You're seeing more of the hybrid, which requires you to be there, which, I, you know, it's my opinion. And it's an opinion of a lot of leaders. Look, you want to be a leader. We want to have create the right culture. We would need you to come back to collaborate, to lead. Now, you want to be a subject matter expert and you want to focus on something that you can be just done at home and be on the screen, all that you can in, in conference calls. Certainly you can do that, but that's probably not the long-term play of a development candidate. So even if you had a chance to start remote, 
you're going to probably have to go move or get back into an environment where you're going to collaborate and be with the team and build your network and learn from mentors and lead others. Second, there's just the, the, the number of openings has gone down. So there's not as, not as many openings that may have been, in, you know, the market in 21 and 22 is like the hottest I've ever seen it in my 23 and three quarters years here. So we're back to this normal. So there was this mind shift among military officers, get out. You could kind of pick your location and, and have a great job too. And have your, so have your cake and eat it too. Now back to normal now. Back to all the things that Roger Cameron was started back in 1970s and preached till the, the, the year that he retired in 2012. Got to take the ability. Okay, now that you have the desire. Now, desire doesn't mean you don't have preferences for location. Desire doesn't mean that you don't have areas that, yeah, I'm just not going to go there. But you have enough geographic swath. And it's quite a, that, hey, listen, my attitude is the desire to invest in my career. My attitude is I have this great ability and I'm not ready to cash in my chips because, hey, I've invested living away while I was in the military. I now know, this is a key point, I'm moving to the business world, a different industry, a different company, a different career track. And I've got to invest over here too. And if I do this right, if I do this right, I can get the right experience and I could probably be back in an ideal location if I don't start there in three, four years. I was just working with one of our alum about a month ago. I think this is just a classic example of what we're talking about. She she took a position with a healthcare medical device company in the spring of 20. That was a tough time in the spring of 20 to get into the healthcare industry unless they were making COVID vaccines because a lot of the device companies were kind of, wait, we might not be able to do surgeries to protect, to conserve protective equipment for COVID. So not doing surgeries, we really can't hire people if we're a medical device company, but found her way into this. Ideal for her was really to get into a marketing role, but she took an engineering role instead just to get her foot in the door. And she went to a location that was probably like a B tier location, not an A tier, because it was the right company, the right industry, the right experience to build that foundation. So now we're getting about, you know, two and three quarters years to the three year mark where she has been there. She built the network. The company is talking about moving her to, to marketing and creating a path. But simultaneously, she's also made connections at other companies in the medical industry that are looking for people that have spent roles in engineering, looking for people that could do marketing for them in actually her ideal location. So this is starting to play out for her. It's starting to take shape for her after going to a B-tier location into a, a position maybe that was, it was developmental, but it wasn't what she wanted to do long-term, but she built the top of the resume. She built that, and that has now created a jumping off point to stay with her company into her ideal kind of career path, or maybe get into smaller, rapidly growing other companies into marketing 
in the same industry that she likes. It's creating opportunities. And the same will happen to you. If you invest and build that top of your resume and focus on using location as an advantage to go where the opportunity is, to go where you can get the right experience, you can then be in the development role, moving into higher levels of responsibility, in many ways, maybe getting exactly what you want, but you might not get it right away. You might not have the cake and eat it too. You might have to take some time to bake the cake and then in a few years, be able to eat it. But that's the advice. That's the advice that Roger Cameron would get. And so instead of thinking about, hey, I'm getting out of the military. Why? And I really want to prioritize the location. Well, some people are going to do that and want to do that. But the truth is, I'm getting out of the military because I want better opportunities. I want to lead. I want growth. I want to be promoted based on my performance. I don't want to use my leadership skills. You're describing the development candidate path. The next truth is that if you want to be a development candidate, you got to invest. It's not enough just to have the ability. And one of the investments is I want to find the right opportunity for me. And if that is the case, instead of using the first layer of filters and making decisions, oh, but I only can be in Austin, Texas. Oh, it only can be in Texas. Say, wait a second. That is not, shouldn't be a criteria if my goal is to find the best opportunity. The criteria should be quality of the company. Do they invest in me? Will they create growth opportunities? What will I learn? Who will I learn from? How will I grow? If I do this for three years, what will I be able to do from there? Will location be important? Yeah, just not the first, first filter. Maybe not the second filter. Then go get the opportunity to see they fit and say, what does this do? Am I willing to do that in that location and then move to it? I know that this may not be popular, what I just explained. I was given advice, go where you want, Joel, when I was getting out. Why don't you figure out where you want to live and go apply there? There's jobs there. Yeah, there are. I'm not going to argue with that. There's jobs there. But are they developmental? Are they industry-leading companies? Will they invest in you? Did they get you a military officer? Will they have an opening when they get out? Are these our most critical jobs that you can build a foundation with? Does it fit you? Your values? I mean, that's a lot to ask. Oh, and I want them to be in Austin. I want them to be in Denver. So I know it's unpopular. But it is sound. It is truth. From what I've observed in my time. Now, please, I am not saying to have location preferences. You should have preferences. And shoot, you might even have some restrictions. What I'm saying is have the mindset. I want to find the best opportunity that's going to allow me to grow and develop into a top 10% leader in the business world. If that's what, if that, that's not for everybody. That's not for everybody. Some people say, Joel, that's not me. I want to, I want to go back home and I want to have a good job and I want to work eight to five and be home for dinner every single night and coach my, my children's little league team every summer. You can do some of those things as a development candidate. It's a little harder, 
because you're going to have some longer hours and probably make some travel and take, you know, take some, some extra projects. And, but I hear that sometimes, Hey, that's not for me. No problem. You can go then do a more narrow search. But if you want to be a development candidate, it's not just enough to have the ability, but do you have really the desire do you have the strategy that will allow you to get into the development candidate role? Take your ability, use location as advantage to go where the problem is, go where the company need is, solve the problem, build it. And you know what they'll do in return? They'll give. You give, then you get back. Anyway, thanks for listening. You could always email me, joel at cameron-brooks.com. You can, you can also read about this. I have the, of the blog post or the show notes written on the podcast, uh, part of our the Cameron Brooks uh, webcast, excuse me, website. The next uh, episode that you're going to want to listen to is um, about preparation. And so Pete's going to interview one of our alumni and talk about the importance of starting early. So another strategic mindset to have in addition to this, investing in your career. It's really another idea of investing. Take the time you have before you get out and invest it in your preparation because it'll help you be successful at your career conference, help you be successful in your career, and ideally also makes you a better military officer. Thanks for listening.